Hi, this is Jamie Crawford with Breakthrough Ministries. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. One word from God can change your whole situation, and I believe that this one word, because Jesus made it so easy in the Word of God. He, he taught us with such ease in the Word of God. And, and, and I mean, he, he made the parables just so easy for us to understand what he is talking about. And it, it's kind of like whenever he, he, he said, don't look at the uh, speck in somebody else's eye until you get the log out of your own eye. See, I, I, I love the parables that Jesus said, and, and, and he broke things down, and he made it so easy. And, and, he, and that's what I want to share with you tonight. I want to share an easy way of how Jesus made it so easy for us uh, to pray. He, he made it so easy, and he, he's calling the church, he's calling God's people to pray. How many know if we're going to see an awakening from God, we're going to have to connect with God. We're going to have to uh, uh, connect with Him. And the only way we can connect with the Father is through prayer. It's basic. But the thing is, we make it too hard. We make it too hard. We hear preachers get up and they talk about how we need to spend an hour with God in prayer. And we think to ourselves, how can I do that when I have a job, when I, can, when I do this or when I do that? How can I have that time with God? Well, God made, Jesus made it so easy for us. He, he, made, he made his word so easy. Jesus himself gave us the words to, to the Lord's Prayer found in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke. He made it so plain for us, and that's what I want to go over tonight because Right now, our nation needs prayer. Come on, are you with me tonight? Our nation needs prayer. We've already been praying for our nation. We should have been praying years ago for our nation. But right now, we need to grab a hold of the horns of the altar and begin to pray like none other right now. Because if we want to see a change happen, it comes through prayer. More specifically, when, when one of Jesus' disciples asked the Lord to teach the disciples how to pray, Christ responded by giving us a short prayer that perfectly summarizes what Christians believe and how Christians should live. And, and, and tonight I just want to talk about that prayer. And that prayer is the Lord's Prayer. I'm going to break it down into seven points for you tonight. because uh, How Jesus spoke it in the Lord's Prayer. So let's look at Matthew chapter number 6 and verse number 9. It says, After the manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive the debtors. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord's Prayer contains seven points, and I want to give you these seven points tonight. See, the number seven uh, means the number of completion or perfection in the Scripture. That's what the number seven means. The Lord's Prayer is just that, a complete and perfect summary of divine teaching. And, and, and as we look at this Lord, the Lord's Prayer tonight, <laughs> prayer starts things and prayer stops things. We see that in Scripture because you, we see how Elisha, how in First in Kings chapter number uh, 18, how Elisha, he prayed, God stopped the rain. And you know what happened? The rain stopped. And it did not begin for another three and a half years. And, and in the three and a half years, finally, Elijah began to pray again. And he said, God, we need a rain. We need rain on our, on our nation. We need rain uh, on, on our situation. And, and what did he do? He began to pray. He began to seek God. And as he began to pray and seek God... All of a sudden, the Lord spoke to him and said, I, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. And, and so he began to send out his servant. And as he sent out his servant, on the seventh time, the servant came back and said, Elijah, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand, and it's coming our direction. How many know that prayer stops things, and prayer starts things. That's exactly what happened to Elisha. Elijah, prayer stopped things, and prayer started things. And, and I believe tonight that as we get into this word tonight, as we get into the, uh, the Lord's Prayer tonight, we're going to find something, that God will start things, and God will stop things. See, God will open doors that need to be open, and God will shut doors that need to be shut. God is the beginning, and He's the ending. He's the Alpha, and He's the Omega. And God wants us to know tonight, no matter what we're going through, if you want it to stop, you need to just ask God. If you want something to begin, you need to just begin to ask God. There's two times to pray. When you want to and when you don't. And Jesus teaches us how to pray right here. He made it so simple. Well, see, as Christians, we have made it so hard. And we say, I can't pray. I don't have time to pray. You, you don't have time not to pray. If you're ever going to have a relationship, it, it, it consists of communication. If you ever want your marriage to succeed, you have to communicate with your spouse. And I don't mean just with a text message. I mean with your voice so they can hear your voice. Come on, are you with me? That your, your spouse needs to hear your voice, not just a text message. 
because they'll assume something else in the text message. Have you ever got a text message and you wondered what, how they said it on the other end? <laughs> you assume what they said, but you've got to make communication with the Father. And when you make communication with the Father, you don't do it through a text message or an email. You send it straight to the Father by speaking it out of your mouth. Because once you confess it out of your mouth, it goes straight to the throne. And, and as it goes to the throne, God begins to uh, uh, take that request or take what you've ta talked to him about. And he takes it straight to his heart. Why? Because he loves to communicate with you. This prayer, the Lord's Prayer, opens simply enough with an address of our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And tonight, I want to talk about hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed means holy and sanctified. God's name is holy. Uh, Hollowed means to sanctify. You know what it means? It means to get your mind clear. It means to get your mind out of the gutter. It means to sanctify your heart, purify your heart. You're getting ready to enter into the holy of holies. You're getting ready to enter in to talk to the Father. And the Lord's saying, I want you to do it with a pure heart. And so that's why we say, Hollywood be thy name. Hollywood means Holy or sanctified. God's name is holy. In 1 Samuel chapter number 2, in verse number 2, it says, there is, no, there is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. We as Christians understand that the Almighty Father is to be reverend and praised above all else no matter what it is we got to put him number one that's why he says in matthew chapter number uh, six verse 33 it says but seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness he says seek first the kingdom put god number one and that's what god wants us to do whenever we're hollowing his name we're lifting his name we're putting his name number one. In this point, we pray that the entire world will recognize the holy name of God as the one true God of all, the creator and the ruler of all the universe. That's what we're doing whenever we go before the Lord and say, Hallowed be thy name. Number two, thy kingdom come. This point right here is a two-fold point. Hallow thy kingdom come is a two-point, two-fold point. In 1 Corinthians chapter number 13 and verse 13, it says, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. 
the first fold we find in thy kingdom come is we pray for the kingdom of God to take form in here and now so that we can live in a world characterized by faith, hope, and love. We need the kingdom of God to invade our life. And, and that's exactly what we're doing whenever we're saying, Thy kingdom come. We're asking for God to come down. Let His majesty come down and begin to fill us up. I like what Isaiah says. He said, I saw the Lord and His train began to fill the temple. What was happening? His kingdom was coming down into His situation. Somebody tonight needs the kingdom to come down in your situation. Thy kingdom come. Second fold of this, thy kingdom come. We pray that the promise of a new heaven and new earth be filled. When the promise is fulfilled and the faithful will live with God in his kingdom eternally as members of the holy city in which there is no death, crying, or pain. For thy kingdom come, for thy will be done. For thy kingdom come. Number three, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Number three, on earth as it is in heaven. In Isaiah chapter number 30 and verse number 18, it says, Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are those who wait on him. God reigns from heaven with compassion and with justice. We find that in Isaiah chapter number 30 and verse number 18. We know that because Jesus summarized the entirety of God's word into two commands. He did that in Matthew chapter number 22 and verse number 37 through 40. He says, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Praying this point is the act of selfless surrender to the will of God. That's what we were singing tonight. Thy will be done. God, we want your will to be done. God, I want your will to be done on this nation. This nation needs to cry out to God. If you want to see a shift happen to this nation, we've got to cry out to God. We've got to begin to cry out to him. If we want to see justice prevail, we've got to cry out to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Because he says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God wants to release heaven on this earth. God wants to open up heaven over this earth so that the glory of God will fall on this earth. But he's looking for somebody that would just love their neighbor. Love their neighbor. Just love God. Just love God. Quit asking God why and start telling him how much you love him. 
Just begin. To, it doesn't matter what your past is like. The Lord's saying, just let it go and just start loving me. Just start falling in love with me all over again. Just begin to start falling in love with me all over again. Because he's looking, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. And love your neighbors as yourself. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. (laughs) Number four, give us this day our daily bread. Just as good food nourishes the body, God's word nourishes the soul. The Bible instructs in Deuteronomy chapter number 8 and verse number 3 that man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. We're talking about the Lord's Prayer right here, and I'm talking about prayer tonight. And the only way we're going to hear the Lord speak is first, you've got to speak first. Come on, you've got to do the work yourself. You've got to do something. You've got to act upon it and just go before the Father. You know what the Lord's calling the church to do right now? He's calling the church to repentance. We need to repent before the Lord. Give us this day our daily bread. This is appeal. We pray for spiritual uh, sustenance. So that we can have the strength to go on into the world and spread his message through the words and actions. We've got to take the word and apply it. So as we apply the word of God on our life or on our situation, it will begin to nourish that situation. It's just like if you have sickness in your body, if you just take his word. By the stripes of Jesus, you shall be healed. If we just take it, you know what it's going to do to our soul and our spirit and our physical body? It's going to bring healing to our body. Yeah, that healing may come once, but it's not going to come the second time. Nahum says in uh, Nahum 1 and 8, it says, The affliction comes once, but it will not return the second time. When we begin to speak that over our own body, you know what happens? Our body will come alive once again. The sickness will leave and it won't return. Why? Because we're taking the word of God and we're replacing that sickness with his word. And so that sickness cannot come back because it has no place to go. Because whenever the word of God is placed in place of the sickness, it has already filled up that place. And so nothing else can come back. It says, it says in Matthew 18, 18, whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So let me give it to you this way. Whatever we bind out of our life, we bind out sickness, and sickness leaves. If we don't replace it with something, the sickness is going to come back in. It's going to creep back in. But whenever we release God's healing, his word on our sickness, what happens? When the sickness tries to come back in, it's going to find out that there's something already in the dwelling. There's something already in place of where it was at. So it cannot return again because the word will not let it come back the second time. Are you glad for God's word? Give us this day our daily bread.
John chapter number 6, says, Who is the bread of life that comes from heaven so that whoever feeds on this bread will live forever? Give us this day our daily bread. Number five, hallelujah. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. This section of the Lord's Prayer is one of the toughest to walk out. However, this request contains much wisdom. While anyone can ask to receive forgiveness, reflecting on the way we forgive others can lead us to patience and grace that can be transformed in our life. For For times we have forgiven, someone proves especially difficult. That's why in Mark chapter number 11 and verse number 25, that a good time to extend forgiveness is during prayer when our minds and hearts are united with God. That is the best time to begin to ask God to forgive us. When we're already speaking to the Father, whenever we're already releasing our needs to the Lord by choosing to replace resentment with forgiveness. We reflect God's love and mercy to the action. See, the best message that is given is not one behind a pulpit. But in one with our daily actions. When we're walking around, when we're at work, when we're driving down the road, when we're going into Walmart. That is our best message right there. Whenever we begin to walk it out. A a message seen is better than a message preached. This in turn enables us to walk more confidently towards God, who wants our every step to be towards Him. He just wants us to get closer to Him. In this prayer, that's what he's saying. I want you to draw nigh to me so you can, I can draw nigh to you. That's all he's asking us to do. And that, number six tonight, and lead us not into temptation. In 1 Corinthians chapter number 10 and verse number 13, it says, No temptation has ever overtaken or you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Temptation can cause us to sin and leads us away from God. See, God doesn't lead us to sin. We do that all on our own. But our God is faithful. (laughs) Aren't you glad that our God is faithful and promises to provide a way out of the temptation that we may face? He tells us, I'm going to make a way where there seems to be no way. No matter what kind of temptation comes your way, I'm going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Number seven tonight, I'm going to close with this one. 
It says, but deliver us from evil. This point tonight covers the many times that we do fall to pray to the temptation, to the temptation of sin. In Psalms chapter number 34 and verse number 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. During these times of entanglement, if we continually to seek God, he will answer us and he will deliver us from all fear. All we have to do is use the basics that God has given us. Jesus made it so simple when he came, the disciples said, how do I pray? And Jesus gave them the Lord's Prayer. He gave them the Lord's Prayer right there in Matthew chapter number 6. And verse number nine, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us. Not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Tonight I gave you these seven points. And all of these seven points came from this word right here. Jesus made it so basic. So easy, so simple. Most of you, you already have it memorized. You memorized it. I, I remember the first time I ever quoted it. It was before I even got saved. I was in the ninth, gra ninth grade going to a basketball game. It was a home game. And as we got in the locker room, the coach from this school right here, Coach Tim McKay, he said, boys, Let's get together. We need to pray. I thought he was just going to pray over us. But he said, I want you to repeat the Lord's Prayer. I didn't know it. When he started quoting it, I didn't know it. But you know what I did? I went home and I said, Mama, they're quoting a prayer, and I need to know where this prayer is from. And she said, it's right here in the Word, son. So by the next game, I had it memorized. I was prepared. I was going to quote it along. I wasn't going to follow everybody. I wanted it inside of me. And the Lord's saying tonight, you need to get my prayer inside of you. And the moment you get it inside of you, you're going to produce it outside. You're going to begin not just to quote it and speak it. You're going to begin to put it to action and begin to walk it. And as you begin to walk it, you know what you're going to do? You're going to be so free. Because you're not going to walk in unforgiveness any longer. You're not going to walk in bitterness any longer. Why? Because his word will not return to you void. 
It will not return to you empty. I believe that as you get this word, as you get this prayer, I believe as you begin to quote it, as you begin to pray it, pray it every morning. If you don't have it memorized, memorize it. And begin to pray it every morning. Pray it every day at lunch. Pray it every evening. Watch your health come back to life. Watch your finances turn around. God's just waiting for somebody to communicate with Him. Tonight, God wants somebody to communicate with Him. I, I love going to my father-in-law and mother-in-law's house because every morning at breakfast, before he prays over the meal, we all quote the Lord's Prayer. What a powerful time. If you're going through a tr time in your life, start quoting the Lord's Prayer. I I'm telling you, you'll go from the pit that you're in to the mountaintop really, really quick. Because I'm telling you, there's deliverance in that simple prayer. There's deliverance in that simple prayer. And the Lord's saying, just begin to apply it on your life. How do you apply it? Speak it out of your mouth. Don't send God a text message. Don't send him an email. Speak it out of your mouth. And when you speak it out of your mouth, get ready for his kingdom to come. For his will to be done. Get ready for it all to be activated in your life. Because God wants to begin to saturate you with his presence. All we got to do, simple. Jesus made it easy. He had to make it easy. He had some crazy disciples. He had to make it easy. He had fishermen. Probably didn't have a good education. Peter probably didn't have that good education. So what did he do? He made it simple for even Peter to understand it. Made it so simple. All you need to do is get it in your spirit and watch the miracle-working power of God begin to move in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Tonight, let's pray for the kingdom of God to invade our nation. We need God to heal our land. We need God to heal our land. The only way God can heal our land is we got to ask Him to forgive us. We got to ask Him to forgive us. <laughs> I know you personally may not have done it, but let's do it for our nation. Let's do it for our nation. <laughs> let's do it for our nation. <laughs> Hallowed be your name, God. <laughs> Thy kingdom come. Your will be done right here on earth as it is in heaven. God, heal our land. God, deliver our land. God, set our land free. God, bring freedom to our land tonight. God, I pray for the officials over our land. And I pray, God, that you will do a move of the Holy Ghost 
on their lives like never before. I pray a move of God in their lives like never before in the name of Jesus. Give us this day our daily bread, God. Forgive us our debts. God, just forgive us tonight. Forgive us tonight. Forgive us tonight. Don't lead us into temptation, God. God, get your word in me so I won't be in temptation. That I won't be led into temptation. I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight. But I feel like there's somebody on Facebook right now, a minister on Facebook. I, I, I was given these three points as a minister. It's called the three G's. Don't chase after the girls. Don't chase after the gold. And don't chase after his glory. Keep that a priority and watch God deliver you into another level of your ministry that God will pour out his spirit and forgive you of any sickness in your body, of any sickness in your life. God will bring healing to it right now. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak deliverance right now. I speak deliverance to our land right now. In the name of Jesus, and God, I thank you for an outpouring of your spirit upon our land right now. If there's somebody tonight, you're sick in body and you need healing, just reach up towards heaven right now and just ask him to heal you right now. Ask him to heal you right now. Just touch heaven tonight. And heaven is going to touch you in Jesus' name. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com and follow us on all our social media. We want you to be blessed.